Um, what else should I say? What would we call this guy? Um, sexually opened and uh, fetishy or whatever. It's not that I give a crap. That's his personal life. But the thing is, when he came to work, he let it be known about his preferences and things like that. And it's like, we don't need to know those things, dude. Why do you have a need to let us know about it? No one asked. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Regina. And I want to talk about weird and interesting pilots that I have worked with in my 20 plus years. Um, We've had quite a few personalities. And I mean quite a few. Now, I was based in the south not the deep south maybe the big kind of like the beginning of the south and that's all i'm gonna say the southeast and uh yeah we have some interesting people uh anywhere from rumored narcoleptics (laughs) and uh (laughs) um what else should i say what would we call this guy? Um, sexually opened and uh, fetishy or whatever. It's not that I give a crap. That's his personal life. But the thing is, when he came to work, he let it be known about his preferences and things like that. And it's like, we don't need to know those things, dude. Why do you feel the need to let us know about it? No one asked you. No one cares. But Real quick, I just want to interject in here really quick to let you know, like, this guy was so obnoxious, so got on my nerves, just so inappropriate that I got into it with this dude. Um, we, we had it out... Um, like one leg home before you know we ended our trip and I let him have it I let him know how I felt told him he was obnoxious he was rude he just says anything out of his mouth and uh, I didn't appreciate it and I wasn't putting up with it this guy like I had to put him on my no-fly list and you're like what the hell is a no-fly list well let me tell you so that's part of our union contract and it's been in there for a good at least 15 years or more and uh, basically it states that well hold on let me read it to you so in our flight attendant contract um it we have a clause in here that's called the no fly with list that sounds kind of funny actually with is meaning to in addition to but anyway I digress so anyway there's a code for all that and blah 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 so it states that a flight attendant not on reserve may drop a trip into open time in order to avoid flying with a certain crew member so it could be your captain or it could be your first officer and such requests shall be made via the company website at least two days in advance of the trip's check-in time Also, upon showing attempts to drop, swap, or trade the trip, 
If there is no alternative trip available, that such flight attendant will be required to sit reserve on the original days of the trip and will be governed by the provisions contained in yada, 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 blah, 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 section dot, dot, dot. So yeah, I'm not going to read the whole contract or anything like that, you know. And um, by the way, just so you know, FYI, if you're interested in being a flight attendant or you're just curious about our contracts, uh, all these contracts for these unionized flight attendant workers at these major airlines here in the United States are pretty much public. You can look them up online. Okay? Just so you know. But yes, I had to add this person from Australia. <laughs> I had to add him onto my no fly with list. I've only had three people in my 20 plus year on the no fly with Blech, the no fly with list actually the no fly list i don't want to fly with you so the no fly list uh and yeah he was number one and actually actually by the way i had called uh our scheduling department one day and i just wanted to make sure like hey i you know i dropped this trip this so-and-so person's on my no fly with list i just want to make sure it got dropped because i said i ain't doing that trip the schedule was like yeah you know it was taken care of you know you don't have to fly with them blah 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 i was like cool she was like oh yeah and just she goes you know just between you and me she goes he's like number one nobody wants to fly with him i'm like i wonder why but anyway so back to what i was saying that's how he was oh my god and that guy was obnoxious let's just say he was from uh Australia not really but okay he wasn't American I mean well technically he became a citizen and yada 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 so he is now um but yeah he's not originally from the United States and came to the United States as a maybe we'll say a 30 year old adult but anyway we had another captain that used to Let's say it's a four-day trip. At the beginning of the trip, he would go to McDonald's and buy, like, six cheeseburgers. Okay? And throughout the trip, he would eat these cheeseburgers that he bought on the first day. And he may still have three cheeseburgers left on the fourth day at room temperature. Oh, my God. And, of course, all these interesting characters had nicknames, which I'm not going to say. <laughs> Because it will reveal some of them. But let's start with uh, Captain, we'll call him Cookie. Captain Cookie. Yes, that is the sexually open fetishy captain. Now this guy was very arrogant, thought highly of himself, and he got on my last damn nerves. I mean, my freaking nerves. Just all over the place. He had too much energy, okay? His chi was off the chain. I had, I mean, for somebody of his age, like he was in his early 50s, um, yeah, he had a lot of energy to the point it was just annoying. It was obnoxious. He was like just in my face, in my space. 
he was, I would say he was sexually hyper, in my opinion, sexually hyper. Now, there was rumor, like he, like he told a lot about himself to these first officers, told a lot of his business. Um, but yeah, there was, there's a rumor that he supposedly admitted to, or not so much a rumor, that he just would openly talk about his life to these first officers. And they've all said to me that, oh, well, the reason his first marriage didn't last because he screwed the nanny. Now, I think his first wife was American, and she maybe owned a couple of businesses or something. She did very well for himself, so she made way more money than he did. So they could afford a nanny. He can go off flying wherever. And, uh, well, dumb dummy screwed the nanny. And that's what caused his first divorce. Um, he did marry a second or third time afterwards. I can't remember. I can't keep up with him. Nor do I want to. But, yeah, he, like I said, he was sexually hyper. Um, but anyway, one morning I come to work in small town uh, south and this guy proceeds to tell us at 5 a.m. casually about how he belongs to a sex club in the small southern town and uh, they have a website with all the rules and bylaws and all this stuff on it and whatever amount of people belong to this group and they pretty much like swing and stuff um now i thought he was completely full of crap i was like it's 5 a.m why is he saying this he's just screwing with us whatever like dude i just wanted to drink my coffee I, all i said was good morning to you um but you know he was like yeah there's a website you go check it out and da 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 so I was like, yeah, he's full of crap. So I went and checked the website out. And it it did exist at that time. And, yeah, I was somewhere in that small town. And there were business cards for this freaking place. They were somewhere. It was hilarious because I was digging through some old stuff from moving. And I found these stupid cards because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, this really is real. But yeah, if you go on a website and I remember checking it out, it had like a, a a shared sex toy used toy policy. You know what? For this podcast, I'm gonna have to put like a a disclaimer. Yeah, because this one's naughty, and that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was like a used sex toy policy up there, and I could not believe what I was reading. Why would you even have this? Once you use the toy, it's pretty much done. It's yours. I don't know why you're exchanging used sex toys, but whatever, man. But yeah, that's what was going on <laughs> on the website and other things and proper manners of the sex club and yada, yada, yada. I just cannot remember. It's hilarious because the logo was like the state that southern state and then within the state was a pair of handcuffs yeah hilarious so yeah this dude you know let's tell us about the sex club and he belonged to the sex club and he enjoyed it and so on and so forth um yeah dude like we don't need to know this we really don't 
but yeah, we we've had those types. Um, like I said, do your thing. People, we're grown. People like what they like, but I just didn't need to know about it at work, and no one asked him. But anywho. And since I'm on the subject of sex, uh, might as well just keep on with this other captain from another part of this southern state. Uh, this guy, <laughs> before I changed over to the other base, he was going through something, a midlife crisis or whatever. He's, he was early 50s and he was like showing up to work with an earring in his ear. As a matter of fact, when he did that, I do recall them putting out a memo specifically specifically to the pilots saying, you know, what the proper professional dress code of a pilot should be and earrings aren't allowed and blah, blah, blah. And I think what happened with him, it got around to the headquarters that he was wearing this earring to work. And uh, instead of addressing him directly, they sent out a memo to everyone. Because I honestly don't think they addressed him directly because sometimes my company's just can be a punk ass like that. They just punk asses like that. But he was very senior. But even still, he's not God. Freaking just say something to him. And I could see if there was like, you know, several pilots doing the things and they weren't. It was just him. But anyways, um so <laughs> the story goes that this gentleman and I use that term lightly he found out about another flight attendant that we mutually know that it's rumored to have sex parties with her husband at her home. Now, her husband's not in the aviation industry. Um, he does something else. But anyway, like they are known, rumored to be swingers, and that's how they get down. That's their business. I don't care. But they were having one particular sex party and somehow was advertised online and how he found it. I don't know, nor do I care, but, uh, advertised online somewhere. He saw it and apparently her picture was up there. I don't know. I think it was some kind of private type thing that he somehow got onto. But anyways, he finds out about this sex party. He gets on his, uh, Harley Davidson, Drives it up to this part, this other state, and he shows up, knocks on the door, like, hey, I'm here for the sex party, let me in. And they were like, no one invited you, get the hell out of here. So he was pissed. Got back on his Harley, drove back to um, that other state, and he went back onto the website, supposedly, and... Um, downloaded her picture this flight attendant now in this picture she's supposed to be like book ass naked spread eagle like welcome all can come in type picture and uh and i heard some of the fo's talk about it i'm like i haven't seen this picture he was not crazy enough to show it to me but apparently he was showing it to all the first officers he was flying with because he was angry and vengeful and wanted to embarrass this woman so he's showing them this picture of her like hey this is this flight attendant based here and she's a freak and her husband get down they have swing parties this is who she is so yeah eventually after some time 
he had actually started showing other female flight attendants and maybe some female pilots. And the one female flight attendant just wasn't having it and she reported it back to the company. Now, I'm sure the company may have heard this before and it may have been reported before, but maybe I don't think they didn't think about it. But this flight attendant kind of pushed for it, went through the union and was like, look, you guys better take care of this. I don't come to work for this stuff. I don't want to see this. Why is this guy showing me this picture of this flight attendant? Why does he have pictures of this flight attendant nude? And they both work for the same company. And he's coming to work showing other employees pictures of this woman in the nude on company time. You know, this is ridiculous. But um, they end up disciplining him somehow and he went into a forced retirement so now you may be wondering like why didn't they do something to that flight attendant why would they I don't think she came to work advertising her um sex club or anything like that that was on a different platform that had nothing to do with work he just happened to find it and decided he wanted to expose her at work which is ridiculous. But yes, we have people like that at our job. Just like many of you may have some interesting people at your job, whatever industry you might be in. Freaks come in all sizes, I guess. I don't know. In all industries. But that's your business. Now, airline crews have had the reputation of being wild and crazy and the lifestyle being away and partying and all kinds of stuff and the flight attendant reputation, you know, coffee, tea, or me and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with age and open-mindedness and after a while of settling down or whatever in industry, you, maybe you did that stuff in your early twenties or whatever with flight crew, but you're not doing that stuff in your mid thirties or early forties, fifties. Because it's just a stage of life and you would do that wildness anywhere. I mean, I hear stuff about pharma. Um, yeah, big pharma, not big pharma techs. What is the, uh, the one? Uh, pharmaceutical reps. I've heard people say that that is hook up city. Hook up city. Because that's one of those jobs out there where you don't have to have a degree and you can make six figures. And a lot of young people jumped on it. And boy, I could always tell when I have... Uh, the female pharmaceutical reps because they think they are Latida and I'm like they just hired you because you're attractive so they know that you would get over on these doctors with your looks and sell them these freaking drugs to push on to the American public but whatever that's my opinion now, we also had some pilots that were just weird in other ways and weird quirks that would drive most of us crazy. There was this one pilot, like they said, if you flew with him, it's like being traumatized. And boy, was it. I just remember him making some inappropriate jokes about people with disabilities and things like that. I did not like flying with this dude. He was weird. Very weird. I mean, we just had some pilots with like really um, 
I would say almost ex not quite extreme, but pushing the extreme. Um, I felt bad for some of the first officers that flew with this one particular captain because deep down he's not a bad person, but he was very irritable and would just say some awful things. Like one guy was eating a, a everything bagel and I guess a seed or something had popped, flew off into the flight deck, and he told the guy that if he dropped one more seed from that everything bagel, that he was going to. He made a physical threat, basically, or shoved the, shoved the bagel up his ass or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> is he crazy to say something like that? Because you are threatening physical harm. Taking a bagel and shoving it up somebody's ass. Now, we know he didn't mean that literally, but you're basically on the borderline saying, I'm going to slap the shit out of you or put my foot up your ass or whatever. But yeah, um... He told him he was going to shove that bagel up his ass. And that's because like a couple of seeds from the everything bagel dropped into the flight deck. Just pure, just craziness, rudeness, professionalism, like chill out, dude. Now, are all pilots like this? Of course not. These are just a few that I've experienced in my career. Um, most people I get along with. It's very rare that I get into it with anyone, especially, you know, since I'm older, too. It's just I like to go to work, do my job and go home. You know, in my mind, I've uh, I know you've heard the term quietly quitting. Yeah, sure. Or in my case, <clears throat> I worked hard at this company like a lot of people have. And I, at this point, once I retire, I deserve my benefits. I damn well deserve those. Um, just like anybody else here that's been here just as long as I have and going through all the changes and the mergers and the craziness of being part of a regional airline, which is owned by, has been owned by two major airlines. So yeah, we are owed what's due. So I have, um, in my mind, quietly quit, excuse me, quietly retired. That's the term I want to use. Quietly retired. And basically, like, well, if you don't know what quiet quitting is, well... Here you go. But basically in my mind with quiet retiring, I don't plan to retire. I mean, I don't plan to quit. I plan to, to retire. And with that being said, I go to, I go to work. I show up on time. I try not to call it sick too much. Um, and I do my job. I don't, there's no above and beyond. There really is nothing worth it to do that I mean I may go above and beyond in specific situations for specific passengers it just depends on what that need is at that moment but as far as like this first of all I don't even have the energy to go above and beyond I have just enough energy to do my job and that's what I'm going to do when I go to work do my job we have to deal with a lot of things ATC um Delays, disruptive passengers, rude other rude employees, this aviation industry, we had to deal with COVID and all that craziness that came with that. So, like I said, I come to work, I do my job. I don't have the patience to deal with these crazy captains either. Like, I pretty much kind of keep to myself. I am a slam clicker and I'm, I'm proud of that. Because I just want, I'm tired. Like, all right, I worked. Now I'm going to go take a nap or do my other work. I do some other stuff on the side and, or whatever. I just rest. I chill. I'll go out every now and then. Um, 
depending on the company or whatever. But I mean, I'm not in my 20s when I'm on a party or a drink or anything like that. I rarely do that these days. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell when it comes to those things. And I just want to say, I think the three of you that are out there listening, <laughs> I've been thinking about doing this podcast for like, I don't know how long now. I would say about a couple of years and I finally, probably a little bit more than that, I finally got off my ass and did it. So yeah, I think the three listeners out there or the, I've got like 90 downloads or something. Hey, I'm grateful. So I appreciate you listening and I thank you for being here.